Hey everybody, welcome back to Discover Spring Ford. I'm standing in front of Canine Cottage, located on Ridge Pike in Limerick Township. Inside, I'm gonna be talking with owner Allison Von Chernick about how she went from being a teacher who loved animals to being a teacher of animals and using that love of teaching to teach humans about how to interact with animals. The best part of this episode, puppies. I'm Jeff Desiato, a local realtor, aspiring actor, and transplant to the Springford area. And I'm on a mission to find the best that Springford has to offer. I'll be interviewing local business owners, civil servants, and other prominent members of the community to find out what makes Springford a great place to live, work, eat, and explore. I invite you to join me on my journey as I discover Springford. I was born in New Jersey. I'm a Jersey girl at heart. Oh, wow. So, um, this is quite a ways. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, my father was transferred okay. when I was a kid, and we moved out to Pennsylvania. Uh, grew up down on the main line. Oh, really? Where? Um, in Wayne. Okay. Uh, more Stratford, I guess. Yeah. And I went to Tredefern Town Schools. Um, for high school, I went to a small private school called Woodland. It's a very good school district. <laughs> yeah, Tredefern is great. Tredefern is great now. Yeah. Um, Springford's catching up, though. Yes, they are. Yeah. <laughs> they are, actually. Um, after, after high school, I went to Cedar Crest College up in Allentown. What did you study? I studied English and education. Oh. That's so, my wife's a teacher, and she actually grew up in that area. She grew up in Easton. So. Okay. Yep. Well, I left there knowing that I wanted to be a teacher. And my first teaching experience was with two-year-olds. Okay. And um, wasn't quite sure I wanted to be a teacher anymore <laughs> because, you know, I was only 22 and had the diapers and, and all that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, that's a hard place to start for yeah, sure. Yeah, it's, you know, there wasn't a whole lot of teaching going on at that right. point. Um, nowadays, the curriculums are completely different. Yeah. You know, um, so I went to Villanova at that point oh, and cool. got my master's degree and master's degree plus I have extra credits towards a doctorate but I lost interest in education after about 17 years um, I worked down on the main line in two private schools and my love for animals just kept growing yeah and um, my husband at the time and I we bred a litter of Chinese Sharpays and I was just intrigued the whole <laughs> The whole thing and um, went to an obedience school and I just hated the way that they were doing everything. Yeah. So I was lucky enough when I when I was ready to change careers, um, I was an at home mom and I got into a position that I was training my first American bulldog with these guys down in King of Prussia and there they they asked if I'd be willing to do a children's education program. Really? And so I wrote a story about how to meet a new dog. Oh, so it's a children educating a chil children on how to how, interact yes, with animals. Yes, like on how to how to meet a new dog. Yeah. Uh, so in hopes that we could limit the number of bites right. that the that kids are getting. Um, last year there were four point five million dog bites. Oh my word. So um, there's still a lot of people I have to 
I have to teach. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> and you have the background for it. <laughs> and, and I do. I have the background. Yeah. And it ended up, it was just supposed to be a little part-time thing. And myself and my American Bulldog, we ended up meeting at about six or 7,000 kids the first Where? year. Because I just, it just took off. It was a free program. Oh, yeah. And, we, and you know, the schools were loving it. Yeah. So I, at that point, joined the staff, and I learned the art and business of dog obedience training and doggy daycare. Um, I, left, I left that group and went down to Skipback Animal Hospital. Oh, okay. And started their doggy daycare for them. Uh, after about 18 months, I moved on, and I went to get some extra background in training, learning some other ways to train out in Malvern, and then I came here. Wow. And so it's been an odd journey, but I'm lucky enough that I can take my love of animals with my education. Yeah, that's really cool. You know, and put it all together... I'm not a corporate America person, you know, buying a franchise because I love dogs. Yeah. You know, I've built this from the ground up. Yeah. So, so when was it that you went from, so before you were here, was mm-hmm. Skip Back Animal Hospital? Uh, no, was I was down in, in Malvern. Down in yeah. Malvern, okay. So, and that was working for somebody else? Yes. And then you decided, I, I'm going to do this on my own? Yeah, when I was at Skip Back and I was realizing, you know, I just keep working so hard for other people what am I doing yeah right. <laughs> if I'm going to work a 12-hour day I should be working a 12-hour day for myself yeah and um I was able to get an investor and we went from there that's incredible yeah I mean I that's one of the things that fascinates me as someone who's now you know self-employed and meeting these all the all of these business owners is that the idea of Building, I want to build my business, not someone else's. Exactly. And that's how I always felt, too. And that's why I recently switched uh, real estate brokers, even, because I felt like there was just too much. I was losing too much for the work that I was putting in mm-hmm. um, to give somebody else, you know, uh, a cut of it. You know, Put, and, puts and, food on someone else's table. Yeah, exactly. And, it's, yes. you know, it, it works for a lot of people. They need that, that structure, that support. And I didn't realize that I was entrepreneurial. I mean, I always was starting endeavors, starting endeavors, even as a kid. Um but I guess I just didn't know, I didn't have a framework or like a, a, a perspective on how that works in the real world. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't necessarily cultivated. So I kind of wait, you know, I hit 30 and was like, oh, like there's this whole other world out here of me pursuing things on my own. So it's encouraging to hear that, that you you cut your teeth essentially, no pun intended, or your fangs uh, yeah. on... Uh, you know, working in the business, learning it from the ground up yep. so that you could then put your own spin on it using your educational background. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's really cool. And I think that's, it's interesting how, you know, our journeys take us to where we are. Absolutely. You know, and even if, though it's interesting how like in the moment it might feel like you're making a far left or a, a, a huge swerve to the right. And then you go back and look at the path and you're like, oh, okay, well I learned this and this experience that applies to me now. I learned this mm-hmm. and this experience. That's really cool how... Because I would imagine that just like people, animals learn differently. Yes. You can't just like assume that one animal is going to follow. Like you had said, you had to learn different ways to train an animal. Mm -hmm. 
which I think probably is lost on some people. Yes. Uh, because they, they don't realize that there is a, um, a unique personality in each dog, you know. And it's not just a unique way to teach each animal. It's a unique way to teach each owner. Right. Because yeah, cause a dog can be trained. As well. Yeah, a dog can be trained probably by a professional in four hours. Wow. You know, to be 100%. But sometimes you run into an owner who doesn't want to do exactly what you're saying. And, you know, well, I trained my dogs before and I didn't do it that way. You know, I want yeah. and it's, and so you have to. You have to find a happy medium sometimes. Yeah. Everybody's their own genius. You know? Yes. <laughs> um, yes. So, yeah, I find that interesting because, uh, you know, it's very much like even in, in school and, and, mm-hmm. and with children is if they're not, if what you're, what's being taught is not being refor- reinforced in the home, that it's like you're relearning it over and over again. Anyway. Yes. So it's the same with, with dog behavior. And, Absolutely. Yeah, that's crazy. You know, if, if you go home after our lessons on Saturday and you don't practice anything all week, don't bother coming the next week, right? <laughs> because your yeah, dog's like not going to do it. And stuff. Exactly. You can apply it across the board. All exactly. Yeah. So you know you can't expect the dog to just learn it by osmosis. Right. I didn't learn my multiplication facts by osmosis. You know. <laughs> right. So. You just slept with the, the book under your pillow, and it was there. Yeah. Head, right? You know, <laughs> I just woke up. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah. <laughs> Kids would be loving it. Yeah. So. But. So. Uh, what is your history personally with animals? What, what types of animals have you raised and, and do you currently have? Well, I have, uh, when I was younger, as a, like a child, I worked to be able to pay for my own horseback riding lessons. Oh, cool. Um, I really wanted to do it, and it was just not something with a yeah, brother and a, a huge, sister. It's a huge it's financial a commitment. It's a huge yeah. commitment. So I worked to pay for part of it. Um, so I was cleaning stalls and all that kind of stuff at age 11, wow. you know. Um, and then it, it's always been dogs. You know, I had that first litter of Chinese Sharpays. Then I moved to the Bulldogs. And um, the guys that I was training with in King of Prussia, they, were, they raised American Bulldogs. So I got the best ones ever. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know, at one point... Uh, we had two litters at the same time, and I had 26 dogs living in my house. Oh, my word. <laughs> and, and two children. So the children kind of felt disowned for yeah. a couple weeks. But, um, yeah, so that was, that was probably the silliest thing I've ever done in this, in this yeah, I can't even career. imagine what. Yeah, because they were a week apart. Oh, my gosh. So, um, and then I ended up that I had nine Okay. Bulldogs, and um, you know, through the years, unfortunately, they've left me. Yeah, and um, I'm just at this point down to one English bulldog. Wow, and it's very quiet in my house. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> and uh, is it a male, female? She's a female, she's and a she's like our mascot here. Yeah, um, I'm hoping that she stays quiet for yeah. the rest of our talk yeah. because <laughs> she, everyone here, loves it because she makes these horrible. Horrible dying pterodactyl noises, <laughs> and uh, you know when she's unhappy. Uh, okay. So, but that's really funny. So, so um, tell me a little bit about the daily operations and how uh, Canine Cottage uh, serves the community. Okay, I am very lucky. I have a wonderful team here. I uh, 
Uh, the women that I have hired are 150% behind everything that we do. Um, I donate regularly throughout the township. Um, you know, whenever the township is having an event, I happily sponsor it. For the past, this will be my fourth year, even though I wasn't open the first one, I purchase all of the turkeys that they need for the turkey bowl at, oh, wow. at the Limerick Bowl on Thanksgiving, and I donate those. Wow. Um, we, have, we have many events through the year that we encourage the community to come to. Uh, we have one in October that this will be airing after, yeah. <laughs> but uh, we're having a Beastival, okay. which is just a festival of the dog. Oh, wow. And it's a Hindu tradition. Um, my minister's coming to uh, bless the hounds yeah. and all kinds of fun stuff. But, you know, we'll do, we'll do something similar to that again in 2018. Okay. Yeah, you I was going to ask if it's going to become something regular. We <laughs> hope so. Yeah. You know, we hope so. It's, we, we've got a whole bunch of vendors coming, you know, and things like that. So That's really fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> it's, you know... We have a, a client here, and it, we're really more of a family. I don't even like yeah. the word client, but yeah. we have a family member here who was diagnosed with cancer, oh. and she is also self-employed. So as self-employed, our insurances aren't always that right. great. Yeah, I can attest so, to that. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, so we're doing a lot of fundraising to help her. Oh, that's fantastic. You know, and um, it, it's amazing what your bills can add up to. Yeah. It's insane, absolutely insane. So even if you just like cut your finger, yeah, you look at the, you know fifty dollars for Tylenol at the emergency room or whatever. Yeah, you're like yeah. I could have just stopped at the drugstore on my way. You know, yes, it's yes. Crazy. That's a whole other conversation for another show. But yeah, <laughs> I think you should go to a pharmacist. Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Can of worms everywhere, yeah. which you don't sell here. No, uh, no, so. no, 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 no. So. Um, what do you got? What are the things that you offer uh, from a from a business perspective, um, so that if anybody was interested in your services, they would they would know where to come and what, okay. what for? So um, we offer obedience training on weekends. I offer it in a class, in semi private or in private, um, which most places don't want to do all three because it takes up too much time. Right. Yeah, that's a huge. Um, semi private is two two people. Two people. Okay. Yep. Or if you have two dogs. Okay. Um, we have Monday through Friday doggy daycare, which I have to point out is actually happening right now. Right. And we're sitting here talking and there's 25 dogs up in the other half of the building. Insane. And there's no, there's no noise. I, yeah, I think I've heard one sound since I even walked in and they didn't start barking when I walked in, which is insane. Cause usually, you know, you would think that a stranger coming in, that that would get everybody. But they obviously are very well-trained and well-behaved. Yes, yes. Um, and then we also, we sell the Virus dog food line. And that is, it's a holistic brand. But it's all human-grade ingredients. And what I like about it is it's comparable to so many of those expensive brands out there. But its cost isn't nearly what the others are and to me I like to be able to offer people a great food that may not be able to afford the $85-90 bag of dog food that their vet wants them to be using right you know yeah that's really that's fantastic because the assumption always is the higher the quality 
the through the roof you're going to pay for it. Right. You know, and, and the fact that there are alternatives out there that are equal quality and won't make people go bankrupt having a pet. <laughs> you yeah. Know, that's, oh, believe me. Yeah. It's huge. Um, so, you know, I, I personally, I love dogs. I'm allergic to them. But I, I have you're to say, you're doing pretty well I'm then. I'm doing great. I have cats. Uh, and I, I am a cat person as well. Like, I'm not one or the other. Okay. Uh, some people are only cats, only dogs. I am one. I, yeah, <laughs> I know. But I will say, and it's just, uh, I don't know if it's because of the, the ownership that we've, you know, our cats are all boys and they are like dogs in their behavior. Mm-hmm. They fetch, they roll over, they, wow. they hang out with us. They are not the typical, stereotypical, standoffish cat. And I think it's because we've always been very. Uh, you know, affectionate. And we taught our kids, they're, my kids' first words, both of them, were, was gentle. Because ah. we would always say that anytime when they were babies, they would go for the, the animal. Um, they would say, so that both of them, both, that was the first, they would say, gentle. That was, you know, so, so and that's like, funny. That's a very cool thing to, uh, you know, when people come over to our house anyway, we've, they're both, they're all three cats are huge. Like they're, they probably have Maine Coon in there somewhere in okay. their lineage. But uh, people audibly go, Oh, your cat is enormous and not like fat. Like they look like mini panthers or tigers. Yep. Um, but they just hang out with you. Like they're That's not. Nice. They're not like. They're not they're, hiding. Yeah, they're not. They don't scare and, and go crazy. They'll be right there, and they they play with you, and they they're always letting you rub. The, you know, exposing their belly to you, which is a sign of trust and stuff. So we lucked out. And we got some some fun cats, not cats yeah. that are that feel like we should be privileged to be in their presence, yeah. <laughs> which is the stereotype of cat. But, uh, so go ahead. You were going to say something, I think. No. no okay. Um, oh, both of my yeah. girls' first words. One was dog. Yeah. And the other was Blackie, which was the name of our dog. Oh, there you go. So, yeah. That's really funny. Um, so why don't you tell people how they can get in touch with you? Okay. Uh, for the business. Can I do one thing first? Yeah, for Okay. Sure. In 2018, I hope to be making a huge presence in the community. I'm starting a, a new product that's called No Touch Dog. Unfortunately, in my career, I come across dogs all the time who are not good with people. And again, I'm going back to that 4.5 million dog bites. Right. And it's something very simple, but it's a scarf that you put around the dog's neck and it just has the no symbol on it. And it's so that if you're walking your dog, it tells people, do not approach this dog. Right. I, I do not want you to touch my dog. Now I've had people who have bought it because when they take their dog for a walk, they don't want to be bothered talking to people. Yeah. They talk to, <laughs> you know, they talk to people all day long at work and they want it to be their quiet time. Well, it also, <laughs> you know, they, they've used it for that. Yeah, that's cool. You know, um, and, you know, so as the new year progresses and the weather, of course, will start getting nice again in March and April, you know, I'm hoping that people will be seeing these out, out and oh, about really cool. in the, you know, like in the parks where we walk because it's something that you just, the dog bites, there has to, something has to change. Right. You know, yeah, and, and, it's, and for someone like me, uh, completely ignorant of those statistics, completely, you know, uh, assuming as as most people do, like, oh, a dog, you know, yeah. like you don't think about the fact that some dogs are either by nature not uh, good with interaction, mm-hmm. or 
they're rescued and they've been, you know, they've yeah. been in situations that are terrible. So they are skittish or, or defensive. Um, people make people make mistakes all the time, right. and it's just something that you know someone's got to get on top of it. Right. So it's going to be me. Yeah. Right. You know, <laughs> I want to see Pottstown and Limerick and Royers Ford's dog bite numbers go down. Yeah. You know, that's so. that's a really cool idea. So when you see these purple flags or bandanas around the dogs, you know what it means. Do mm-hmm. not approach the dog. Leave them alone. Or else you're going to be me and I'll have like a big bandage around my head. I, I saw the sign. I didn't I didn't uh, I didn't take it serious. You know, <laughs> no, that's really cool. So uh, will you be also doing other uh, will that start to be incorporated more into the business here as far as. Yes. Um, you know, regular training events or something like that, just yes. to explain what the, the goal of No Touch Dog is. You know, we, we'll be having, um, I know that we had one, we were talking about one in March, um, having a No Touch Dog open house. You know, so what I would say is anybody out there, like our Facebook pages, we're K-9 Cottage, PA, and A-plus Obedience, both on Facebook, um, and we will be posting all of that, all of those things there regularly, you know, so that as a new training class gets started, it gets posted. Right. As, you know, the open houses get started, it'll be posted. That's great. So. So as we wrap up, um, I'd like to ask this question. Um, what are some of the things or maybe one thing in particular that you really hold close to your heart? as you operate a business, as you interact with people from all walks of life and animals of all different dispositions, um, what are some of those guiding lights that you use to, uh, to get you through the day and, and uh, to, uh, to build your business and then also to, to get buy-in from your employees? Because obviously there's like a singular vision that you have. Uh, would you like to share a little bit about that as we wrap up? I think that um, I don't really have a mantra, yeah. you know, but I think that the one thing... I have a couple, a couple clients who I'm very, very good friends with, and they've followed me for the last 10 years. And I think that probably one of the things that got me to here and open was their support. You know, um, just saying, "What do you? Why do you think you can't do it? Yeah. You got this." So, so that's kind of, I got this. Yeah, I got this. Um, the other thing is, and this is kind of abstract, that's but that's okay. I was an English major. Um, Robert Frost is probably my favorite poet. And he, had, he wrote a poem um, about the two paths. And I took the path less traveled. And it's made all the difference. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm a happy person. I'm getting to do what I love every day and almost every day. You know, I got, I can't lie. Yeah. Everybody has a day day here and there, but you know, and take that road less traveled. Don't be afraid. Right. You know, just take it. Take a chance. Yeah. And I think that's something that you probably, you know, it it helps people when they're trying to figure out what was I, what was I made to do? You know, like what's Mm -hmm. my purpose? Oftentimes it's, you you marry the things that that are you're interested in, and yeah. if there's a business idea there, I mean for you it. it was a love for animals and a love to teach. 
teaching animals. <laughs> I mean, yeah. like, it, 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 obviously, in hindsight, it seems simple. But when you're trying, like, no one tells you, like, when you're growing up, when you're five, six years old, I'm going to teach animals and, right. and teach humans how to interact with animals. You just don't see that on the list of astronaut, Absolutely. lawyer, doctor, yep. you know? And that's yep. the same way, like, if some, I always say, like, if somebody told me five, ten years ago, you're going to, going to work in real estate while also pursuing acting and create uh, an online... T- I'd be like, what are you... T-? Like, I have no idea what you're talking about. But basically, it comes down to my interests are media, theater, people. So it's, it's a, a marriage of all those things. So it's a, it'll be... It's always interesting to see how those things come out yep. on the other end. It's like the Play-Doh Fun Factory sometimes. Yep. You're like, what comes out on the other side? But... I think you have something something really cool here, and uh, if I did have dogs, I would definitely bring them. Well, and I appreciate uh, and I that. won't bring my cats because that might no, set please. the dogs off. <laughs> but but I will say, you make sure, Jeff, you take that road less traveled yeah. because it will make all the difference. Yeah, thank you. I so. really appreciate that, and I have to remind myself of that every day. Yep. So that's what I uh, like. You, I I was in uh, corporate America was not for me, and I I started to really learn that. So this is. Uh, this is part of the the road less traveled, especially the acting part that mm-hmm. I pursue pretty pretty uh, forcefully. So um, I, I'm definitely doing this is is a way for me to uh, still provide for my family while pursuing mm-hmm. that road less traveled, which is also the, always the scariest part. There are ways to do it. You just need to be willing to put in the work and the time and work those 7 p.m. to 2 a.m. hours sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know that they always or the 12 about. hour days. Yeah, the 12 hour days. You know, finding time even if it's your side hustle or whatever to build something that you really care about in mm-hmm. the midst of your day so uh, yep. you're you know kudos to you for being Thank able you. to find the thing that you love and make it into uh how you spend your time and support yourself because that's a that's an amazing thing so uh thank, thank you, you so much, much for your time allison oh, it's been a pleasure talking to you and uh, we're really excited i know i'm really excited to uh to see these on the dogs because i'll be like i i, I know that i was i know that <laughs> you know i was there when it was uh when she was talking about it before it was officially rolled out. so You can uh, tell your kids, you know. Hey, yeah. look, that means yes, leave the exactly dog, right. you know. Yeah, so um, thank you. I appreciate your time. Thank My you so pleasure. much. My pleasure. My pleasure. That's all the time we have for today on Discover Springford. I want to thank you for watching, and I also want to thank Allison for giving me some time to highlight her business today. Keep an eye out for those purple no-touch dog bandanas in the coming year. It's for your own safety and for the dog's safety as well. Don't say we didn't warn you. Until next time, grab your favorite furry creature and get out there and discover what makes Springford a great place to live, work, bark, and explore.